What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad that you're here today. We are continuing our series in dating and relationships. So far, we have covered thriving in singleness, making a move, crushes, over-investing in relationships. And today, as we continue this, we are talking about overcoming rejection and breakups. And I'm excited today because I am going to be talking to you guys about this. And now we are getting so close to Valentine's Day. We are only a few days away. And there is something about this Hallmark holiday that has such a chokehold on us, especially as girls, I feel like. Something about this love holiday and realizing every year like oh god I'm single again why am I single or maybe you don't really care about being single and you've just suddenly noticed this year that everybody around you has a valentine and they're posting about it on Instagram and you see these cute pictures and you're like dang that would be kind of nice I'm there I'm here I hear you out and today I just want to talk to the person the girl or the guy that is like you know I have been rejected so many times and I don't understand why. Maybe you're just so frustrated with God right now and you're like, Lord, like I'm, I'm okay being single, but why have I been rejected? Why do I feel like nobody likes me? Why? You know, as somebody that hasn't had a whole lot of dating experience, I'll be honest, I haven't. I feel unqualified, which I I am unqualified to be here, but I specifically feel unqualified to be even talking about dating and relationships. But as I was praying over today's episode, you know, I was like, I just don't, I just feel like I need somebody else to be on the podcast. And I was like, you know, actually, God, I, I just need you to open up my heart and and for you to be able to speak through me. And I started to realize that, you know, this episode doesn't necessarily need to be about those seeking a relationship or who have been broken up with or have been rejected in a dating relationship, but also somebody who has been rejected from a job opportunity, somebody who has been rejected by their friends. You know, this isn't just for the dating. So if you are somebody that has been rejected, whether it was dating or whether it was a job or school or whatever, this is for you. And I am speaking as somebody who has been rejected. And I'm excited today to bring you a perspective that maybe can open up some doors. And I was thinking about this the other night, but like how much more would God move in our lives if we didn't allow things to rename us and those things being rejection, those past relationships, like what could God do if we allowed those things to be redirection? Now that is what I am going to have this episode kind of be formed around and I'm just, I'm excited. I'm so pumped for today, but wow, that was a lot. If you want to stay up to date with The Abundant Co. and you are interested in what this is all about and you want to come alongside us as we just spread this abundant love of God, there are some links in the description for you to do so. And also by sharing this podcast, by leaving a review, you guys, it helps so, so much. And I just love this community that we are building. So enough talking. Let's get into this episode. episode off by just saying something that I feel like the Lord has placed on my heart and it's that in these seasons of hurt and heartache and brokenness whether that was today whether it was two weeks ago six months ago a year ago whatever it is if it has not truly been surrendered 
it is likely, more than likely, almost 100% quietly operating in the back of your life, which is influencing and poisoning your everyday relationships with your Heavenly Father, with others, with yourself. It is poisoning you. So if it has not been truly surrendered right now, which I want you to think about right now, like has this season of my life, whether you have been rejected by a guy, whether you have experienced heartbreak in a relationship or outside of a relationship, is it still operating in the back of your life? And if it is, it is likely renaming you. Like I said in the beginning, like what I mean by it renaming you is it gives you a label. Whether you consciously realize it or not, that that heartache and that brokenness is causing you to believe that you are unlikable, undesirable, unworthy, and ultimately giving you this title of I am damaged goods. And It's false, it's untrue, but it happens. And it happens in so many areas of our lives and not just relationships. So maybe you understand that the enemy has tried to work through this heartache and and seep into your life and poison you and cause you to believe you are something that you are not. So you take action and you say, I am going to take this under control and I am going to rename myself. And you begin to... Use affirmations that are, I am lovable, I am attractive, I am worthy. You cannot rename yourself, you guys. Your relationships cannot rename you. That guy can not rename you. The enemy cannot rename you. Only God can rename you. I don't know who needs to hear this today. But if that is you trying to convince yourself that you are attractive and that you are worthy by the power of yourself, you are not going to find fulfillment in that. I promise you. You know, a good example of this is Eve in the garden. I mean, she was given a name by God and it was Eve, child of God. She was loved by God. And the enemy used this self-righteous power, this, ah, surely your God did not say that. I mean, how much, you could probably find even more fulfillment through yourself by your power. Aren't you greater than God? And and he did he did it he successfully tricked her into believing that she could have more power and more fulfillment more satisfaction through herself than god could and look how that turned out she brought so much damage upon herself and upon the world so now as i think about just like our world our 2024 gen z world and when it comes to dating and stuff i think about all of the girls out there that have a crush on a guy and have made the hints, have dropped the have dropped the hints, have tried to get the guy, have tried to show signs, and nothing happens, and you don't understand why you didn't get that guy. And you are praying, or maybe you are journaling, and you're like, why did I not get that guy? Like, I have been so faithful, I've been so good, I have I have followed every rule in the rule book and I can't get a guy. And maybe you're 16, maybe you're 20, maybe you're older, maybe you're younger, and you're just confused. I have to tell you that over my experience, my very little experience with dating, I think I realized that we don't need to understand God. 
We don't always need to understand why he does the things that he does. Because he says that at the right time, I will show up for you. We don't need to know why we didn't get that guy. He has a plan for us. And surely we know that. Surely we know that he has an eternal plan that has been written out in our name since birth. Since before birth. He knitted us together in our mother's room. And I say this stuff all the time. But you guys, it applies. Our citizenship is in heaven. We don't need to know or understand why we didn't get that guy And it is going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel uncomfortable to surrender that and to recognize that we don't need to know everything. Especially as somebody that has like just this need to know all of the the ins and outs of everything and understand why things happened. It's uncomfortable. But the thing is, is that God never said that living on earth was going to be comfortable. In fact, as believers in Jesus Christ as our savior, this earth is the closest we'll get to hell. And as for non-believers, this is the closest they'll get to heaven. So no, this isn't comfortable. And no, that guy didn't take the bait. No, that guy isn't in your life. And and you don't have that Instagram-worthy relationship at the moment. But with an eternal perspective that we get to have through Christ, we get to recognize that this isn't our home. And that... In comparison to this eternal life that we are promised, this small season of our life is almost completely muted out by this eternal life that we get to inherit. Okay, so maybe you're like, Addie, I hear you out, whatever, but my story goes deeper. And you're like, you know, God, why did you allow me to suffer two years of abuse and being trapped inside a relationship? Why did you allow me to suffer teen pregnancy? Or, you know, I think we need to take a step back and think, you know, God, I am sorry. I am sorry that I chose my own way because while we said, God, I don't need you, I don't love you, I barely know you, he said, Addie, or he said, you, I know you, I love you, and I choose you. Because while we chose to live in the flesh, he said, you know what? I have a far greater plan for you than this. The enemy still works, okay? The enemy is still in here. And why would he not work even harder and like double time in your life when God is so big and so great and powerful on earth? Like he knows his life. He knows his eternal plan. He knows that he is going to hell forever. So why would he not work double time to try to get as many people to go with him? You wouldn't want to go alone, right? That's, that's crazy. This world is going to give us names, you guys. This, this world is going to fill our lives with labels. But we don't live for the world. As Christians, we live for Him. Let that be your hope in this season. Because in Jesus, we are receiving an imperable inheritance. It doesn't go away. By choosing Jesus, you have an eternal promise. And guys, with that perspective, like how little does that relationship look right now? (laughs) Like, yes, it hurts and it's painful and God sees you and he cares. But he says, I have a plan. I have a plan for you, an eternal plan. And... You know, back to the labels that we give our oops, back to the labels that we give ourselves. I often find myself thinking, you know, Addie is a 
dancer, is an author. She is a single girl. She, very single, you guys, very, very single. She is a single girl that has been rejected, not only by guys, but by myself. I've been rejected by my friends. I've been rejected by people in my circle. But as children of the Most High King, we have a label that is Adi, child of God. So you are not your name dash rejected by that guy. You are your name dash child of God. When we put all of our energy and we invest every ounce of ourselves into the world and things of this world, meaning those dating relationships, we are going to be left empty because nothing here on earth satisfies the way that our king satisfies in the relationship with him. And this king is the same king that came to earth in human form, both God and human, and bridged the gap between our heavenly father and us. Because alone we cannot reach the Father. We have sinned countless times every day. And we are are blameless before God because of Jesus. And through Jesus, through this King, there is a relationship that satisfies, that does not spoil, that is eternal. Which means it lasts forever. So, back at the beginning, I said, what would it look like if we invested our whole lives and all of us into this relationship with Jesus, what would happen to those seasons of heartache and brokenness and being rejected look like? Because what I'm thinking is that with a satisfying relationship at the forefront of your life, everything else that happens and all of the rejection that we get is going to be so muted that We just run back to the Father and we get restored because He is a restorer and we find true rest in Him. We have put so much emphasis on our dating relationships and given them so much power over our lives that our relationship with our Heavenly Father is is operating in the back of our lives along along with those labels that the world gives us. So what would it look like if we stepped into relationship with Jesus first And we gave it the same amount of energy and the same amount of passion that we do with our dating relationships. Now, that's easier said than done. So how do we step into doing this? How do we begin to put Jesus at the forefront of our life and put that relationship before anything else? Because I don't know about you guys, but I want freedom from rejection. I want freedom from feeling like I am worthless. And that starts with recognizing what in your life whether it's relationships, whether it's things, what is it that is keeping you from him? Is it social media? Is it a crush? Is it a friend group? What is it that is keeping you from that relationship? And guys, it sounds simple and it's straightforward, but if there is anything in your life that is keeping you from him, it is not sent by him. He is not going to give you things in your life that is going to put a void between you and the Father because He sent His only Son to be a bridge for you. So why would He send you a guy that is going to cause you to stumble and cause you to fall? That is from the enemy. 
And we need to be able to recognize that. And we recognize that through prayer and through pursuit of Jesus. Learn about him and know him. And with that, he is going to reveal to you the things in your life that are causing you to stray away from him. And the love that you're lacking from others is found in Jesus. I don't know who needs to hear that, but that is a word for today. The love that you are lacking from others is found in Jesus. Run to him. Pursue him the way that he is pursuing you. God is a yes, a no, or a not right now. And maybe there is a relationship that God has said no to, or he said not right now, and you don't know the answer to it yet. But you can't live your life in hopes that he's going to grant that to you. God says, ask and you shall receive. But if it is not in him, or you are not ready for that relationship, he is a good God and he is not going to give that to you. And it's because he loves you. And I think we we turn against God in that. We're like, God, come on. Like, I am ready. But God knows you better than you know yourself. And he's a gracious God. And thank goodness he doesn't give me everything I ask. Because I think back to some of the guys that I had crushes on. And God said, Addie, no, not right now. No. And and I was frustrated. And I was kind of angry. And, and I spent a lot of time in prayer. And I've now realized years later that that's okay that God said no. In fact, it is good that he said no because he knows me better than myself. And I wouldn't want to step into a relationship that isn't a kingdom relationship. Another important thing for somebody that maybe has been rejected by that guy, you know, how can you step into prayer about this? Maybe not specifically about that guy, but Lord, what do you need to teach me right now? What do you need me, what area of my life do you need me to grow in? Or what area of my life do you need me to surrender in order to be prepared for a godly and kingdom relationship? And honestly, you guys, maybe maybe he isn't ready. Maybe that guy isn't ready. Maybe God needs to work in his life before you guys are ready to be in a relationship that serves and glorifies your king and your father. You know, it's not always about you. And, and I don't mean that in a hasty or negative way, but God is a jealous God and he doesn't appreciate it when the enemy is working in your life to, to bring relationships that cause harm. And so when there is a relationship that you want so badly that the enemy has brought and maybe you can't quite see the difference, God is, might immediately shut that down or... He might allow you to get into it. He might allow you to get into a relationship that isn't great so that he can grow you and so that you can learn how to love and you can learn how to know the difference between the love of the Father and the love of of earthly and fleshly things, if that makes any sense at all. Sometimes my brain just like works faster than my mouth can and so I'm just like spitting out things but I don't even know if they're forming real sentences or not. Hopefully this makes sense and hopefully you guys actually enjoy the podcast. Sometimes I'm like, do people actually enjoy this? (laughs) I am like, I don't know. Anyway, this feels like a good episode. I hope this really spoke to you guys if you are, I don't know, struggling from being rejected or maybe you're in a relationship right now and you're just... You're just not, you're not feeling it. 
and it's not good and it's not a godly relationship and maybe the Lord is working in your heart and letting you and uh or helping you realize that it's not a godly relationship and maybe this episode is something that you needed to be able to step outside of that relationship and realize that God has more for your life and he has a name for you that he gave you in your mother's womb and you are designed for more than what the enemy has to offer. So I love you guys so, so much. I'm excited to continue this series. I am working at getting a couple more people on the podcast because I think that they would be incredible to bring some encouragement to you guys about the next few topics. I hope you're enjoying the dating and relationship series. I am. Um, (laughs) Hopefully you enjoy talking to somebody who isn't very qualified to talk about it, but here I am by the grace of God. If this was your first time joining this podcast, thank you for being here. You guys are incredible. I love this platform. I love talking to you guys and just being able to share share the love of Jesus with you. So thank you for being here. If you want to stay up to date, you want to stay in tune, you want to check out what The Abundant Co. is all about, all of the links can be found in the description. We've got a community of believers that are on fire for Jesus. So I would love for you guys to join this community and thank you for being here. I love you so much. I will see you all next week.